Welcome to Block the Rock Sports. I'm Camilo. I'm Retro. And this week we are going to talk about SummerSlam, Retro's predictions, the results, what's going on in WWE, Raw, SmackDown, everything wrestling. First up, there's a match that we didn't predict. Right. It was the Miz versus the Hardys and Jason Jordan on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Would you like to make a prediction? Yeah, Jason Jordan gets pinned by The Miz. All right, so you are 1-0 right now. Yeah. So I'll give you that. You're going to need it. I think you start off strong about halfway through the card. It starts just dropping off. Yeah. So, first match on the pre-show, Tozawa and Neville. Tozawa won the belt last week, Mm -hmm. so this was the rematch. You predicted Tozawa, and you were wrong. Yeah. Why would they not let him retain it? Come on, WWE. Neville won that, got the belt back. This makes you one and one. So that's one belt match. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of belts going on. Mm -hmm. Next up, New Day versus the Usos. You predicted the New Day, which was wrong. I floundered. So you're one and two. Yep. So now the Usos got the belts. They're back to their bad boy antics against the Hype Bros last night on SmackDown. I guess they're just kind of going to roll with that for a little while until the next New Day match at a pay-per-view. We haven't seen much out of the Hype Bros. They got in a little scuffle, and now all of a sudden they're BFFs again. again. Yeah, bro me. All right. So that makes you... One and two. Ah. Next up, Natalia mm-hmm. versus Naomi. Got this one right. You got it right, kind of. No, we, I got the win you right. You got the win right. We I thought just, Carmella was going to cash in. Right, because we were trying to add story. They teased it. Yeah. She didn't cash in. So, I'll give you that, because you said Natalia was going to win. Carmella was going to cash in with the help of Ellsworth. He had this whole plan figured out. So that makes you two and two. Yeah, back to five hundred. Next up, Sasha Banks versus Alexa. It was a good match. It was a good match until until Sasha got hurt, kind of maybe mm-hmm. or faked it or maybe did for Not, real. It's Sasha. Yeah, I think unfortunately she probably did tweak something in her shoulder. Yeah, but she got the win with the bank statement, and you predicted she would win. And Alexa about got her head pulled completely off. So now you're three and two. Yeah. So they're going to fight coming up this week at Raw. Uh-huh. And who do you think is going to win in the rematch? Oh, Alexa. Because Sasha can't defend the belt. Correct. Because <laughs> she's lost it every time she's defended it. That's right. All right. I say that. That's I kind mean, of the angle they're going to – I don't know for sure. Yeah. But – It's the way it seems. Yeah. Sasha the first time she won it, and it was her and Charlotte going mm-hmm. back and forth. All right, the next match, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jinder Mahal. This is when you kind of fall off. Actually, I'm looking down through there, and uh, you don't fall off that bad. If I'm not over 500, it's bad. It's going to be close. You predicted Shinsuke. Figured why not. Which seems like it would have been a good story, a good time to put the belt on him. But they're going to stay with the Jinder thing a little bit longer. Yeah. He fought the Singh brothers last night on SmackDown. 
And anytime someone fights the Singh brothers, it seems like just a squash because those guys just take some severe punishment. It's a comedic squash is what it is. Yeah. And then Jinder came in afterwards and slayed the smackdown smackdown. on (laughs) on Shinsuke. So I guess he's going to – I don't know if they're going to keep going at it next week or until – I don't even know what the next SmackDown pay-per-view is. I know No Mercy is the new Raw coming up. So I guess the next SmackDown will be in October. That's but, when the Survivor Series. But for now, I'm going to give you the big X, which three, makes you... Three and three? Three and four? Three and three. God. Next up on my list was AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens with Shane O'Mac as the referee. I think I got everything right on this. You one. got that one right, AJ Styles. And what was it was controversial. Rest? It was very, which but, I said it would be. But he got the win, and they fought again at SmackDown this week, mm-hmm. and it was kind of the same same story leading up to Kevin Owens and Shane O'Mac fighting at some point. They should be fighting his Survivor Series. So that makes you four and three. The next one you got very wrong. It was kind of a weird match, and it was the Randy Orton and Rusev. Uh, but who would have guessed that they would have so gone this route? Rusev jumps him before the bell right? for maybe, let's say, two minutes. Randy gets in, recovers, ring the bell, RKO, done. Match over. <laughs> match over. Which brings you back to 500. Yeah. You're just towing the line, Still four and four. Next up. This one was weird, too. It was Big Cass versus The Big Show with Enzo in the cage. You said Cass. That was right. However, you didn't predict that Enzo would have baby oil in his pants and cover himself and sneak out of the cage and get immediately kicked in the face and be done. That's so weird. So weird. I mean, I think the thing that they should have, that would have been better is... And we were even saying it, Cass slipping on the baby oil and getting knocked and out, or Big Show something. even doing it. Yeah. But just the whole thing of him doing baby oil, falling I mean, down, and then he gets Did it sound good when they talked about it at a meeting? You know, like, was this, did it sound like a good idea? Because we're watching it, and the crowd is just sitting in their seats, silent. Like, what is going on? I mean, the Big Show is slow. Of course... Cass is going to attack his bad hand. Right. But it's like even Cass being a heel and yelling back at the crowd, at the four people that were, like, yelling at him, it just, they couldn't get into it for a pay-per-view. I mean, it was just weird. I think the the part that I've noticed is when, except, okay, in the Attitude Era, you could cross into lines of realism and it'd be okay because the crowd, I don't think, had that much of a pull on it anymore. Or, yeah. Or the the crowd was not louder than the wrestlers. Where right now, there's only a few people that they're not louder than. Paul Heyman being one of them. Yeah. John Cena. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe Enzo. But the problem with it now is the crowd can get louder, and then there's no way for them to... Regulate. It, it, yeah. There's really not. But you know what's funny? I was thinking last night, the crowd's doing the wave. Oh, God. They're trying not to show the crowd do the wave, right. really. They're changing. But then angles. I also feel like there's a it's proportional to the ratings. Like I'm interested in watching 
if the crowd is going to rebel. Right. You know, like, I want to see next week what the crowd's going to do that throws off the entire script of the show, or especially people that don't, that haven't been in the spotlight much. They come out to try to do a promo, and then the crowd starts chanting whatever, doing whatever. It's like, I want to see how these people react. And if they can ad-lib and go back and forth with the crowd, like Cena, like Kevin Owens is mm-hmm. good at that, or if they're going to just freeze up and be like, I know what Bailey. I'm supposed to say, but they're messing me up because they're not acting right. You they know? straight up threw Bailey yeah, off. Yeah, and now they boo her every time. Well, we've seen we've <laughs> seen even Paul Heyman, the great Paul Heyman, with Brock when Goldberg. Oh, yeah, last year. Where they were or freaked months ago. out. Right. And it was like, why is the crowd booing Goldberg? Right. But you're darn Minnesota. Because they were trying to build up the and match, they, they and it wasn't wrong, working. They picked the wrong yeah. time to do it. Thankfully, McMahon cut them off with the music. So, okay. How many shows are filmed live that have 13, a crowd. Yeah. 18, 20,000 people, and then you expect the crowd to do what you want? There's the first problem. Yeah. When you expect the crowd who should be respectful to the actors, actresses, wrestlers, but then you get ticked off when they get out of hand. The beach ball thing I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Not the fact that they were throwing it. But the fact that Cesaro took enough offense to stop oh, yeah, and go yeah, destroy go it. it. Right. And people are upset about it on social media saying he shouldn't have done it. Well, I, I really don't care either way. He yeah. didn't hurt anybody. And he probably would pay for the beach ball. But it was a sign of disrespect to what they were doing in the ring. And what I was saying, if I was going to go, I would hope that someone brought a beach ball next week. Because I want to see what they're going to do about it. Because it's entertaining. Right. If you're trying to be entertaining, I think the problem with the with the WWE is, like, the ring is so small. So, like, at an NFL game, they got guys on the sidelines with microphones, but it's, like, 100 yards to the other side of the field. Right. And the crowd is behind the microphones. Right. But at the wrestling match, you, you can't avoid having a mic and having a camera facing people all the time. And even the NBA – it is a little bit louder with like the shoes squeaking and there's a lot of people that are seriously just sitting there watching like right. I really came to watch so it's not the same and it's almost like the more regulated it gets the more PG it gets the more the crowd is like let's throw a wrench into this and do whatever well, that's all we need is them to start throwing wrenches <laughs> and just make it as interesting as we can because they have to deal with whatever we do live on the fly and it's gonna be fun to see i feel like that's their that's actually right now with football's about to start that would be their best angle to keep people interested is just hoping that some nonsense happens with the crowd well as much as vince would never want to admit it some of the things where the crowd has gotten the most involved one being hogan turning to the nwo oh throwing the stuff when those people trash that place yeah but you go and watch it, and you're like... It, like, made it famous. Thank goodness nobody got hurt, but that is one of the coolest right. things ever because the crowd was so angry right. that they bought into what it was. And, and in, in today's wrestling world, good or bad, booze or cheers, whatever it is, if noise is being made, mm-hmm. that's what they want. Silence is deadly right. when it comes to a I character. Mean, silence will get you cut. Or if you... you like, Aiden English comes out and sings... 
when people start getting ticked off about it or Elias singing, right. if they do start getting ticked off about it, that's when you're, you're toeing the line where you're about to make it. Because if they just sit there and deal with it, you're kind of like, uh, you guys are supposed to be mad at this. I want you to make some noise, you know, of some sort. Right. So you have to get something. But then, like you're saying, Vince doesn't want to admit it. When they get too rowdy, it's like, whoa, whoa, we didn't want that to happen. But 90% of the time, you're trying to get them to do one way or the other. But that's where it comes to having a true ringmaster. I mean, that's what I would call it. Somebody who controls the situation. Elias, I am a huge fan of this guy. Because he was able to take a, just a gimmick, just a musical gimmick, and he's now turned it into his thing. He immediately tells them, please hold your applause in time. <laughs> but, which he's already saying, boo me. Yeah, yeah. What he's saying is, boo me. Right hate me right say something because i saw one, i saw one online i saw one online that said uh the way they're reacting to elias he should have told him don't go buy my merchandise yeah <laughs> it was like if he wants to retire early just tell the crowd do not go buy my merchandise my stuff is after cheap. the show yeah so, so horrible so back to that match you did say Cass would win which was right yeah Cass got hurt monday monday night it's horrible and it's horrible no matter how you look at it because while I hate the fact that they split him up. I hate it. I, I hate it even worse now that he's hurt. Well, the way I feel about it, if it was his idea that he wanted to go solo and have a solo career, it's almost like karma. Like you bit, what is it, don't bite the hand that feeds you? Right. Like you he literally never realized Enzo that Enzo the was the reason you were over. He was his meal ticket. And now he wasn't over anymore because he was kind of being selfish. And right. he got hurt. Now, I'm not saying that's how the world works, but if it was a movie, <laughs> then that's how that would be poetic justice. And also, who's Janet he, was just who's... Not, he was just not quite over as a heel. So... If he was completely hated when he got hurt, as much as it made him mad, obviously, and right. as, and people that would be a fan would be, you know, upset that he got hurt. It's almost like in the WWE, when you get hurt, it almost makes for like a grand return. Oh, yeah. So you can be mad right now, but then they can either exaggerate your recovery and you come back early to a big pop or a new story or... They can say, we're just going to hold you out until WrestleMania and you're going right. to come out and do whatever, the Rumble, whatever. So as much as it would make you upset, and I'm sure you're not going to be He's getting gonna... paid the same and stuff, but it would still be like really cool to have like you're going to end up having a another debut you know, right. after you've already had one, which is kind of cool to, in your life to be like just looking forward to that. If you can – with him, it's going to be trying not to let this happen again. But he's in a bad spot. Yeah. He got injured by the person he screwed over. Yeah. And then he was not over as a heel. Right. And now he's going to come back from injury. They're going to have to, I think they need to squash this whole deal. And if they want to make him a lead man, that's fine. But it needs to be one of those deals to where in this process, he and Enzo clear this mess up. Even, right. I mean, he's, he's I mean, that's that's what I read months. online was like he could be coming back just in time to come out and rescue Enzo when he's getting beat down by somebody right. and make amends because now we all know that was the reason he was relevant at all. 
Because he's seven feet tall. But while we're on Enzo, before we get back, Enzo is now going on 205 Live. Right. So he's now going after Neville in the belt. I mean, Neville wins, beats Tozawa. Enzo goes out there and calls him out. I've thought that he I mean, it sounds cool because he is very lightweight. But, the, fir- but, the, first, size, but the first thing that I think one? is Neville's skill set, even Tozawa's skill set, oh are just far above and beyond Enzo. Like, he really is mostly mouth. He is. I mean, he would be – he would be – perfect he valet would, he would be almost like like shane is he would be a perfect manager right and then once a year he could wrestle because he can somebody could get in there and beat him up or whatever he could ref he could do all of that but it shouldn't be his main focus when he had cast throwing yeah. him around and stuff yeah. throwing him out of the ring you know doing the various moves that they had mm-hmm. i think it worked perfectly but the fact that he's now on his own is he's got to be in 205 well, cause, well, his mouth made the team strong mm-hmm. as far as talking smack was concerned. And then him getting beat down for 10 minutes every time they wrestled made Cass strong. Right. You know, as kind of the hero of the group that he would do his hot tag and Cass would just come in and stomp everybody. I mean, that's just how it went. And it worked out really well. That's why I don't, I don't know why they broke him up. It's like you got the small guy to get him tired, and then you got the big guy to come in and stomp him. Right. So, yeah, why, why break right. that up? So now you're back to one, two, three, four, five, and four. So that puts you one over. Nice. 500. I'll take that. Next was Finn Balor versus Bray. Actually, the, the demon, demon King. The Demon. It was just a demon. And his entrance was awesome. Yeah, it was. Paint job was awesome. Mm-hmm. Venom. I don't know what they're going to go with now. I don't know if it's going to be a once a year the demon shows up or someone has to really tick him off before he lets somebody paint him. Don't pour blood on him. Yeah. So you got the you got it correct, which puts you at six and four. And that was an entertaining match from the, yeah, the it was part good. of we actually saw... I don't want to say fear, but we saw concern in With the eyes Bray. of Bray. Yeah, because anybody he's ever picked on has always been keeping a level head and trying to fight him legitimately. And we're, he, and we're never inside his head. Right. So he got to be able to portray this time of, oh my goodness, this other person or yeah, character is in my head. Yeah. And as always, Finn does an excellent job. And watching the matches, I mean, you watch, uh, sorry, the demon versus Finn Balor. You look at the two, and he really does have enough difference mm-hmm. to show that. Oh wow, these are two people, yet they are one. Yeah, um, one and the same. So uh, I hope they don't wear out the demon. But you're like, man, when is it, it going to happen again? And like you, like you were saying, to what limit is Finn going to have to be pushed for the demon to be released? Right. And if they were smart. I would say there's a time for it to come on Raw maybe once every three months. Right. Just to give people that are watching, you know, on just cable TV to see the demon. Right. And then save the next time for, like, WrestleMania. And then save the next time for, like, when he's going for a belt, you know. Right. Um, I mean, they could come up with some cool stories with, like, he could get the belt as the demon and then lose it as Finn Balor. And have to actually be the demon on the rematch and get it. But, you know, like, they can right. take a cool angle. Like, oh, wait a second. 
I can only win this if I'm the demon. I could do that for the Rumble. Finn comes in as the number one contestant, but comes out as, you know, the last 25 through 30 (laughs) as the demon. Right, after he's eliminated. (laughs) All right, so the next match is Sheamus and Cesaro versus Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. And you got it wrong. Yeah. I was really hoping for the whole Shield thing to work out. No, you said Cesaro. The Shield thing worked out. <laughs> so confused. Who did I pick? You picked Sheamus and Cesaro. Right. And Dean and Seth won. Right. So, we did talk about Roman getting involved at some point. Right. And being a complete Shield reunion after he loses in the last match. He wouldn't even And even though that it. didn't happen... They still decided to let Dean and Seth get their uh, time in the spotlight. They didn't let. It was real. They really won. Yeah, they really did win. It was yeah. it was pretty exciting. With the uh, I don't know what their finishing move is called. I can't decide if the sling blade part of it would hurt more or the power bomb part of it because it's kind of like the sling blade takes the all the oomph you can do with the power bomb and kind right. of makes it where you just kind of got to fall with them. But they both would hurt. Yeah. All right. Next up, Corbin and Cena. And you picked Corbin, which seemed like a smart choice yeah. at the time, but somehow it just Corbin turned, has angered somebody. Yeah, it just turned into a regular old match and Cena just won legitimately and walked out and, Hugged some people. It was kind of weird. He hugged a few people, gave away a few souvenirs. Yeah, that's what he does. Souvenirs he and strips off his 30 different wristbands and stuff, which is cool. Yeah, and then Corbin was the ref at the match with Kevin Owens and Styles on SmackDown, so he didn't even really get to wrestle that night. Cena goes to Raw. Right, so that's which makes Which makes the Cena and Corbin thing just seem like a, like you were saying, like a punishment for him. Like, hey, guess what? You're going to fight Cena at SummerSlam, and he told us that he wasn't going to lose to you. So with Cena going to <laughs> Raw, this is something I thought about today. Okay, so we Brock Lesnar retains. Mm-hmm. The sense that it would make for who and only who to beat Brock would be Cena. Mm-hmm. I know they've talked about or I've read in various places saying, hey, Strowman's going to end up dethroning him. To me, it would make more sense that for Cena to win his 17th, which would put him ahead of nature, mm-hmm. would be to beat Brock, the Beast, and then Cena would later lose that belt to Braun. Mm-hmm. I think that would only make Braun look even stronger because you didn't just beat the Beast. You mm-hmm. beat the guy who beat the beast and the guy you beat was a 17 time champion who you retired. Right. I think that would be a much stronger way than having, I mean, I, I didn't, I know we're going to get to it here in a few minutes, but I really didn't understand the last match at all. I don't know how that benefited Brock. It made him, in my opinion, look weak. Yeah. It, it makes no sense at all. You, well, he throws up the X. Okay. So that made him look weak just because he got the two slams and had to get taken out. Right. But I guess they feel like it made him strong to come back in. But what was weird was when he came back, he had to pin Roman, which is almost like, hey, I don't want to have to pin Braun, so 
I'm going to pin Roman Reigns, you know, the lightest one of all well, these dudes. Well, that is to keep – that is to keep uh, Brock in favor and, and to put the heat on somebody – or basically to put the loss on somebody else. Right. So what I was getting at is the, the thing that I didn't understand is when he got thrown through the second table, he threw – Lesnar put the X Yeah, up. yeah. Okay, so then they talk about when he comes out, oh, he's – He's all better. He's coming back. Blah blah blah. He's doing the whole darn Paul Pierce thing. Mm-hmm. It it made no sense because if he threw up the X, I'm not saying he needs to be legitimately hurt, but they don't need to act like he did something masterful because it didn't look masterful. It was like okay, so they're taking him out because he threw up the X. Because he threw right. up the X, they're gonna let these three guys get the the fighting time. He's going to come back. To me, that makes his win look like a weak win. Yeah, same, that's what I mean. Like Because he also came and pinned Roman. Right. So then add on to that how Braun came out at Raw and just slammed him twice right. where he didn't really even get a punch in or you know he didn't get anything and he just got slammed twice. So Braun sent him out on a stretcher. He came back and beat Roman, right. basically. And then Braun came out. And hurt him again Monday night. So it's almost like they let Brock retain, but they're still just making Strowman stronger and stronger, even stronger than the person that has the belt. He threw the man through two <laughs> tables. <laughs> at, at some point, I think this is the part where it's like the buildup is too long. And mm-hmm. they say, well, well, they've got to give him time. Okay. Thankfully, Jinder Mahal is a freak when it comes to how his physique. Yeah. That came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is wrong with giving country love, or whatever his tattoo says, <laughs> the North Carolina boy, the stinking belt? Yeah. Brock does not need the belt to be happy. Brock's getting paid a chunk of money, and he knows he's a good enough of a businessman to know how to help write a story. So it seems like if he wrote Sunday, he did a really bad job. But Monday seems more like in the line of what he said. Let the guy come out. Let him destroy me. I'll take the beating. It'll make him look good. But what, what is with the whole – I mean, you put Samoa Joe, you put him and Braun, and then you have him pin Roman. Right. It doesn't help Roman either. Speaking of Samoa Joe, that was your prediction. The most wrong of all. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I couldn't remember who I picked, and now it makes it really bad. But Joe did get involved. I liked how Joe got involved with the Cena and Roman on Monday night. Yeah. Because it just shows. I just like how he talks to people. I mean, he's, he can really he's good. work the mic, yeah. But he's he doesn't – the thing is, is he doesn't have that uh, – it's not – nothing he says is funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really sounds like if he saw you in an alley, he would beat your face in. <laughs> Whereas Cena's like, let me give you a hug. All right, so let me tally this up. So I gave you the fake win because of the Jason Jordan and Miz. That so was a real one, win. That's what I would have picked. Two, three, four, five, six. So you got six and seven. Oh, sub 500. Six, Not seven. a good day. Yeah. Not a good day. So you probably wouldn't have won too much money if you were a betting man. Uh, but I mean, six and sevens, like you lose a little, you'd be like, ah, oh, I can get it next time. Yeah. I mean, two pay-per-views ago, I was 100%. Yeah, that's true. I feel like if you would have watched the first 
five or six matches before you made the last predictions, you would have been like, this is getting crazy. I'm going to, you know, you might have predicted Dean and Seth winning, you know, and uh, the Corbin Cena thing, even though that happened a little closer to the beginning. It was just weird. So they I mean, kind of threw they kind of threw everybody off with this. But how can we predict punishment type matches? <laughs> right, Corbin, right. Rusev, yeah, Enzo. Right. I mean, it's three things where it's like, oh, you've been bad. Slap on the hand, you lose match. <laughs> I mean, seriously, come on. So that's basically everything that happened at SummerSlam. And you had mentioned Enzo showing up at two hundred five. So he's. You think he's still going to be on Raw? I think he'll be utilized for mouth purposes. Because yeah. I feel like if he was just on 205 Live, that's a huge demotion from well, the main Raw programming. I, w- I would say, truthfully, it's more of a, it's a compliment of, hey, we need you. Right, you've got right. to You've got to help this brand. Because yeah. they need it. Because, I mean, Neville, for... I guess the best way to put it has been carrying it. Mm-hmm. With his wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. And they've done well at, okay, it's TJ, it's Rich, it's Cedric, and now it's Tozawa. But it's like, okay, at, instead of it building a, a group of guys up and they stay at a level, it's, well, let's build this guy up. All right, he's done, you knock yeah. him off he the ledge. He can almost beat him. He can almost beat him. He can almost yeah, beat I him. Mean, oh, he can't beat him. I mean, Tozawa is now there. Well, he's going to get knocked off, and they're mm-hmm. going to bring up Davari or – Whoever, mm-hmm. um, it, it just seems like they got a revolving door of who do we want to be at the top, and then let's see, we had we didn't even discuss anything with Takeover, right? Which Takeover was, oh my goodness, in my personal opinion, way better than SummerSlam. I mean, to watch Insanity, to watch the Authors of Pain, to watch Oscar, to watch Drew McIntyre, Bobby Roode, I mean. To see Adam Cole come out, to see Andron <laughs> seeing almost. <laughs> I, I mean, I, the only bad part is Johnny Gargano got the stank bit out of him, but he usually does by bigger guys. I mean, the, the pay per view all around was. It just seems like the, the writers, maybe it's Triple H getting the final say if he does. The NXT TakeOver stuff just seems to be so well put together and so unexpected. I mean, the last match having Bobby Roode lose his belt to Drew McIntyre, former member of 3MB, who is a monster. I mean, he's only 6'5", but he is huge. Can flat-out wrestle. I mean, it is amazing how, how, how much better he is now than he was seven years ago when he came in. And then he's celebrating his first true singles championship. I mean, he's been intercontinental, but, I mean, to win the top prize in NXT is a big deal. Um, And then have Adam Cole come out. I mean, when you win the top prize in NXT, you're almost punching your ticket to be the next one to bump up. Oh, yeah. And and I would almost rather be winning that now because you're going to get bumped up probably around WrestleMania or next spring. Yeah. It took Rude almost a year. Yeah. But, I mean, he was ready when he came in. Um, and from, you know, a lot of the stuff I've read, a lot of these guys say that they got the option to go to NXT. Mm-hmm. And some of them are told, no, you're going to go to NXT. Right, right. Um, I mean, like AJ straight up got to skip it. But mm-hmm. I think the WWE was a lot wiser with him and knew, holy crap, we have a go gold mine. I mean, this guy's yeah. 
the best in the world at, at, at this. Um, and then you've got, uh, I mean, with Asuka retaining, which after, I mean, that fall that she took looked really weird, <laughs> breaking her collarbone. Right. And then the fact that she was able to retain it against Ember Moon, who Ember Moon is, if, she, if they don't put that NXT belt on her, she really should be the one that dethrones Asuka at some point down the road. Um, so Asuka's going to be about out six to eight weeks for that. Like I said, McIntyre won. Adam Cole makes his first appearance, destroys McIntyre. But, I mean, a couple super kicks to the head is going to take down anybody. <laughs> um, Insanity dethrones Authors of Pain. And uh, Nikki Cross goes psycho in that match as well, getting involved, doing, acting like a crazy person that she is. But So would if, you say Authors of Pain are moving up since they lost? I, if they do, whoever they put them on is in for a rude awakening. Those are some monstrous guys. Well, they also announced Shelton Benjamin. Oh, yeah, yeah, and he'll yeah. be back. He'll be coming with Gable, right? Yeah, it, it was a weird, like... It was weird but funny at the same time to where Shelton's kind of like, I, I don't, what, sure, I guess I'll be with that guy. And Gable's right. just like fanboying him right, and everything, right. which, um, it was weird. I was watching, I'm like, holy cow, is Gable really that small? Or did I just forget how big yeah. Shelton Benjamin well, Gable was? Gable was short. Shorter. Benjamin looked like he's the same size as Jordan. Yeah. But I think that's going to be a good tag team. Um so, I mean, they're, they're trying to build that up. So, it's almost like the uh, Fandango doesn't even wrestle anymore. Oh, they don't have to. Because they just have the – they have their little – it's almost like they got a sideshow going on. How awesome would that be if you got where you didn't even have to wrestle? You just had to film little snippets of nonsense. You come out in your romper every <laughs> week. So, they're not really wrestling. But you look at the sideshow. You talk about New Day has, I guess – reset the stage of if you have a gimmick everything else falls into place yeah but i mean those three guys are really good wrestlers and i think fandango and uh tyler breeze they're both good wrestlers but their comedic and backstage stuff Mm -hmm. is money what makes me worried about what they're gonna do with benjamin and gable because you got the usos new day and you're saying the usos have got the the bad guy thing going on. The New Day's awesome. Fandango's got their stuff. So are Gable and Benjamin going to be able to hang personality-wise, or are they going to come out and fight the hype bros? And, you know, who's going to be who's gonna be benefit from that the most? Would the hype bros benefit from beating them, or would they benefit from beating the hype bros? You just don't. It's like a match they wouldn't even show. Well, I think the difference between Benjamin and Jordan is um, a little bit more of a polished – wrestling like true wrestling ability not not your whole collegiate wrestling ability but your wwe type so benjamin being the professional being the veteran that he is i think it's going to really help gable because gable is a good wrestler but it's going to be somebody to help him um polish up his showmanship in the ring to make it look and be more entertaining um uh, it's like they, they destroy a tag team and then they make another one. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You're going to get rid of one good one on Raw and then you're going to recreate a Shelton Benjamin, you know, go America type tag team. And speaking of SmackDown, what do you see as the stories for Rude 
going forward. Oh, he's going to be shot to the top. That's the so only option. Get maybe uh, against AJ? No, I'm talking about WWE Championship. Like, Gender? I could see him being the one down the road because I, I may be completely wrong, but he didn't come across as a heel or a face. Right. He came across as, I'm here. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. And he was with the crowd and the whole glorious thing. So it really could be he doesn't have to come across good or bad. He just comes across as an arrogant SOB. And they just let him be who he is. Because he, just like Nakamura, his intro, is just, it's polarizing. I mean, think about it. They've got, <laughs> they've got AJ, Shinsuke, yeah. and Bobby Roode who have extremely polarizing intros. And they're phenomenal wrestlers. They've been all over the world, and they're all on the same show. And then they, Encina moves, moves on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Bobby Roode is – I think Bobby Roode will actually surpass what I thought Shinsuke should already be. I mean, I know Shinsuke's in the WWE title picture. Yeah, but – I think Roode's going to actually get – But WWE kind of – I feel like they didn't do Shinsuke the right way. Well, yeah, because he went from this New Japan monstrosity to the, the artist. artist. Yeah. I still don't understand that. And it's like they have to be strategic – they want him to talk. They don't want him to talk too much. And so they actually make it worse for him. They don't let him talk at the right times, and they make him talk at the wrong times. You know, right. that's what it seems like to me anyway. Well, if his if his English is not as good as it is portrayed, and I, I, I guess I'll say that I believe that it's not. <laughs> right. Then pick your spot. Give him seven to ten words. and leave, I mean, seriously, <laughs> he just needs to hit his words and hit it right. Yeah. Because everything else – his quirkiness, his unique style, his strong style, his Kinshasa, that's all people want to see. Mm-hmm. That's, well, I mean, we don't want to listen to him talk, and that's no offense to him. Just everything yeah, else. Yeah, he doesn't have to. Just everything else With about that intro him especially. is amazing. Yeah. So I don't really have anything else. You got anybody else you want to talk about? I thought about um, haven't seen Canellis going on. Oh yeah, I haven't seen Sami Zayn that. going on. Sami Zayn. I mean, he's around, bit, yeah, but it, he hasn't been out in the forefront. Um, well, this this again is the part where they divide the shows up, and then they're like, "We need more wrestlers." But yeah. then when they get more wrestlers, they don't have enough story. Right. So so many people get lost. It's like, okay, what, what you need to do is if you're going to have three belts on each, you need to have about six to eight people per. They got like ten to twelve. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like SmackDown has to rush and cram, and they show commercials while they're showing the wrestling in the little window, except right. for the main event. It's almost like they have to cram it in there. But like you're saying, so they're cramming it in there this week, but then Benjamin's coming back with Gable, so they're going to have to show that. Right. You know, they're, they're always going to want to show Fandango. Um, Corbin was the ref this week, but if he actually starts wrestling again, that's another match that's going to be coming up. Who even knows what's going on with Randy? Because he's been, it was Randy and Rusev hasn't really been a storyline every, you know, consistently. So. But think about how much you just said and how well SmackDown has done it. Fandango and Tyler Breeze come out for, what, 10 seconds? Yeah. But it's it's part of what we talk about. They were there for 10 seconds. And then the Ascension's not there this week. Mm-hmm. 
at least not what from us what I've yeah. saw. And if they're on there next week, what are we doing? Talking about the ascension. Right, which never happens right. if they wrestle. And then you've got um, Captain Singalot comes out and <laughs> runs his mouth. I mean, it's like they they're hitting on every opportunity. While I feel like Raw, on the other hand, might be floundering a little bit mm-hmm. because of I hate to say because of Cass. So maybe yeah. if Cass is off to the side now, it'll open it up. For yeah, something it'll else. open it up to where they don't. Well, I mean, have to focus. I would say three weeks ago, I was totally focused just on Raw, trying yeah. to figure out what was going to happen with Brock and everybody in the four way, and Alexa, who she's going to end up fighting. Right. But then it's like right after SummerSlam, I've actually gravitated gravitated back toward SmackDown just because it's starting to get interesting on there. It's almost like it got interesting because Corbin somehow got punished. Like you're saying, it took one thing away, and it made three other things seem more interesting because they had to show it to us again. Right. And then they can start putting something else in the mix with Corbin, and that might that'll be interesting again. Well, the, just the fact that, okay, so if, I mean, what about Enzo? If, quote, being punished is reality, then they're doing a phenomenal job publicizing mm-hmm. that wrestler. Right. Because Enzo greased himself up, got the poop beat out of him the next night, and then he's on 205 Live challenging Neville. Mm-hmm. If he's that much of a pain, or if he's really in that much trouble, why is he's he getting everywhere. so much yeah. spotlight? Yeah. Corbin getting spotlight. You gonna make him a ref? In my eyes as a fan, that's not a downgrade. It's like no. uh we don't want you wrestling tonight. Oh but we gotta put you in a ref. ref. Yeah. And if you were the wrestler, I would love that. Right. It's like, oh, so I don't have to get kicked and punched and thrown. Right. I can just be a ref and just be out there. And still get paid. Definitely. I'll do that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking differently, but I think you sound like you're agreeing with me that they're Well, three weeks ago, <laughs> SmackDown was hung up on Jinder and Randy over and over again. Right. And hung up on New Day and Usos doing a rap battle, not ever actually having a belt match, doing singles matches with the members. And so it just got old and stale because they were building up Raw. Right. But it's like right now after SummerSlam ended, I don't know if people are going on vacation or if writers are going on vacation, but it's actually more interesting in the past day than it was three for three straight weeks. Well, they didn't get out there and allow the Usos and New Day to jaw at each other for ten minutes. Yeah. They let the Usos come in and do what they do. They have a good match, and then they run their mouths, and then they and leave. that's it. Yeah. And what they say comes across as scary. It's like, <laughs> they're not, hey, we're the paint brothers. It's more like, hey, we might eat you. <laughs> well, I guess that's about everything that's going on right now, SummerSlam done looking forward to a few weeks of raw and then no mercy we'll probably know in the next two weeks what those matches are going to be and we can get Rhett's predictions for the next one better than 500 this time